Jamming with the hottest disc jockey. Disc jockey. Holy smokes, sit down, tell me what hurts. You're in the podcast mecca of the highly credible sports wrestling podcast show ever created, in my opinion, The Script. And I'm always accompanied by my tag team partner, that is Dre Kamikaze coming at you. Look out. What up, what up, what up? Kamikaze here. Kamikaze. My name, of course, is always Pat Wick. And you're listening to The Script. Uh, we talk about everything here, of course. We've already had our wrestling shows. We'll soon to come more wrestling shows. We've had our basketball playoff preview. Now tri- it's time for my favorite. It's the Wiccan Kamikaze first round NFL mock draft. Now everybody does this to where, you know, your people at work to Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper, to everybody else out there doing uh, mock drafts. But this is this is, this is is special because this is the Kamikaze Wick, or Wick Kamikaze, however you want to say it, mock draft. So it's legit. It's legit for us, and you at home can also play along as well. I uh, want to give a shout-out real quick to uh, some one of our sponsors, Carter Barbecue, Off 60, Right on the corner of Mulberry on 709 East Canal Street, Best Barbecue in Polk County. Um, once again, very excited to have our first ever uh, 32-team mock draft, Kamikaze. And, uh, yes. Um, I, I'm going to give you the car keys on this first one. Yeah. You know, it being a, a considerable pick here with the Arizona Cardinals picking at number one. And, uh, you know, a lot can happen. A lot can happen, you know. The but I want to dive right into what's actually going to happen. In your opinion now? No, this is what's actually going to happen. Okay, okay, you know? gotcha. In my opinion. But, yeah, uh, at number one, the Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray, quarterback, Oklahoma. Now, um, are you drinking the Kool-Aid? Um, or And let me know what flavor it is because... You know, I've heard this, um, you know, Murray, you know, possibly. I mean, you have a, one star there. Um, I'm not saying Murray's not a number one. A lot of people, they have him at number one. But me, in the NFC West, I want to have a stellar defense. Arizona at one time had a, a pretty a potent defense, I believe. Mm-hmm. Under Bruce Aaron, which now is my coach at Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, but I digress. The uh, pick for me, uh, I'm always going to go best player on the board, uh, and that why that's why for me it's Nick Bosa uh, out of Ohio State as my number one going to the Cardinals. I figure they can find somebody down the road, uh, maybe get back in the draft with uh, a possible dra- draft pick for uh, uh, Josh. And them possibly then sneaking back in and picking up a, another possible uh, replacement for Josh. Uh, but for me, it's Nick Bosa, uh, Ohio State, uh, best player on the board. Um, normally, I agree with that philosophy wholeheartedly. But in this situation, you have a chance to get a dynamic quarterback. You've already seen what you have in Rosen. 
Uh, but Mary, Mary is the type of quarterback that Cliff Kingsbury is going to, you know, be able to do a lot with. So I think that the Cardinals are going to take this pick. Now, I'm not as confident as I used to be in this pick, but I still believe that Kyler Murray is the pick here. Well, I mean, and then there's also that wild card aspect to where, you know, the Cardinals could trade down, you know, maybe not far, but maybe a little bit um, to where they're uh, – But to me, um, you know, there's aspects here they could drop down not far and still pick up a decent quarterback in Hawkins and Locke. Um, to, so there, there's there that, that that to me is always a, uh, you know, been intriguing as far as going into this uh, 2019 draft. Um, but yeah, uh, sliding in at number two uh, with an unexpected Jimmy Garoppolo going down and um, John Lynch. Um, of course, calling the shots there as general manager of the 49ers. Um, to me, um, John Lynch is a defensive guy. Um, oh, yeah. Allen makes sense right here as number two pick. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Out of Kentucky. Uh, I feel like uh, it's, a, it's, it's what the Bucks would have done as far as when they developed their defense. They picked up a... Linebacker in Derek Brooks, Warren Sapp soon to follow, or I think it was Warren, then Derek Brooks. But there was a foundation there, and it was built by strong linebacking core. Um, to me, John Lynch would be a smart guy to go, but he could go a, diff- a lot of different ways. Uh, you know, you have a lot of um, different defensive players. A lot of people aren't high on sweet, but he's one of the names that get thrown out there. Quentin Williams is another name yeah. out there. Quentin Williams is my pick here at defensive tackle okay. from Alabama. All right. Um, there's there's talk of the 49ers going Nick Bosa if the Cardinals go marry number one. And why shouldn't Rightfully you? Rightfully so, right? Why shouldn't you take the best Rightfully player Rightfully so. You know, but for me, I just, I think that you can't go wrong with either Nick Bosa or Quentin Williams, I just feel like Quentin Williams is the player. Okay. You know, All that right. they take in here. Uh next up is uh the th- New York pick three with the New York Jets. New York Jets. And this is where Nick Bosa finally comes off the board. Like we said Ooh, before, he's sexy. Sexy the best in player New in the York, draft. Huh? He's in Ohio State player so i mean why wouldn't you take nick bosa um this is why you don't take nick bosa and i'm gonna lay it down to you because he's already off the board on your draft well that's well that's one reason why i don't (laughs) take nick bosa the second reason why i don't is this asset this team has now become sam donald Mm -hmm. and to me you can't go wrong with getting a high caliber offensive lineman here in this case i'm gonna go williams Offensive lineman out of Alabama. He's proven SEC caliber. I'll scream probably most of this draft about teams or players that play in SEC, how that's really the true gritty conference out there in college football right now. Uh, I don't think you can go wrong with this. Uh, You need to to, uh, create time for your asset to throw downfield, to develop the run. I feel like that covers two aspects the Jets want to do. 
Uh, I don't think you can go wrong in this. I think it's flat out probably the easiest pick the Jets will have to do in this draft. Offensive lineman. Protect protect your quarterback. Now, if I would have got to this pick and Nick Bosa wasn't staring me dead in my eyes, the best player in the draft, I would have probably gave the Jets an offensive tackle in this situation too. But the way my draft is falling, you just don't pass up on the best player in the draft at, at number three. So, Nick Bosa. No, no, I understand completely. I mean, when you got a guy with that caliber right there, you got to grab him early. Otherwise, you know, someone's going to get him and you're going to be one of these people, a la Randy Moss, that, you know, you know, just kept sliding and sliding and sliding until you're like, wow, what did I just inherit here? Right. Um, going into number four here, John Gruden, his second tenure as uh, um, a head coach with uh, Mike McCoy. Mm-hmm. No. Mike Mike. Mitlock, right? What is General Manager? Is General Mike Mayock. Ma- Mike Mayock as his new general manager, formerly under these NFL guys Network. Names right, man. That's that's what uh, I do as Pat Wick. I get names wrong. I mean Europeans. Uh, I mean, God forbid. I'm sorry, guys. I'll get Mayock it right one American. day. <laughs> but to me, uh, Raiders lost a, a big asset, huge asset, probably one they'd like to forget, uh, and, and that's Khalil Mack. Um, to me, it's yep. not a replacement right away. We'll see how it works out. Uh, Quentin Williams, to me, makes sense here. Um, he is a he dominant should. source of of what he did as far as that production and that defense. Uh, the Raiders need defensive presence on the line. Um, I, I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense a big time. Yeah. Um, what do you I got? I actually have... Josh Allen, edge rusher out of Kentucky. So we're kind of thinking along the same lines. Okay, okay. You know, that defense, shoring up that defense, finding yourself a pass rusher, you know, or a guy that can disrupt offensive lines so that you can, you know, either get to the quarterback or you can, you know, force a turnover. Uh, well, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where you've got to replace that production that you lost with Cleo Mack. I mean, that, that was a huge piece uh, I don't really know why him and John Gruden couldn't play ball together, and it's one of those things where it, it seems pretty easy. You let him do what he does on defense, kind of a la the O three Buccaneers, and you handle the offense. You know, right. and I don't understand how that couldn't have been uh, any easier for John Gruden. Uh, but sliding into, uh, fortunately, one of my favorite teams, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at at number five uh-huh. and uh, we've of course talked about this and you've talked about your Ravens team and, and what you guys like to do uh, to me uh, NFC South uh, you've got a slew of great quarterbacks Drew Brees Cam Newton Matt Ryan um, and the list goes on um, to where I talk about our lack of uh, cornerbacks our lack of um, interceptions throughout our, our years here, and it, it needs to be addressed. Uh, Greedy Williams, to me, LSU product. Uh, we talk about LSU product. Yeah, DBU. And what, <laughs> DBU and what they produce, a la uh, Stewart, a la uh, Tyron Mathis. Uh, it, it seems pretty easy to me. He's gone up against some of the best receivers coming into this draft. From teams like, you know... Ole Miss. Old Miss. Yeah, he, he shut down DK Metcalf, who was expected to go earlier in the first round to, like, the Bills or the fucking Broncos. You know, like, I like Greedy Williams. I I picked Greedy Williams for the Bucks at this situation. 
You know, like you said, you have you have Cam Newton, you have Drew Brees, and you have Matt Ryan throwing these balls. You need a smart cornerback, a rangy cornerback, a cornerback that can, you know, cover man to man, or he can play in the zone because he's a very smart player. He's a very physical player, and he's fast. Okay. All right. Going into pick six, uh, New York Giants will select quarterback Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Oklahoma, I mean, not Oklahoma, freaking Ohio State. Breaking news here. Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins for me uh, seems still a little hot. Seems still a little, you know, too low for Haskins. Uh, you know, wasn't the best quarterback coming off, which is why. Why wasn't he the best quarterback coming off? Uh, it depends on where you grade him. I mean, a lot of people like his arm strength. A lot of people like his vision. Broke, um, broke, broke, broke all of big uh, Drew Brees' big time records. I mean, no offense, where was Drew, where was Drew Brees uh, drafted at? I mean, yeah, but okay. look who Drew Brees is. Well, look at the product you have in, in the Big Ten. Yeah, well, you know? all right, all right. Okay, well, this is why the breaking news the breaking news sound bit that we unfortunately skipped over was because I pick here was Murray, Oklahoma, big surprise. <laughs> New York has this tendency in the leagues they play in to get favor. And unfortunately, this is going to work in the Giants' favor. You have Eli Manning, which we we all feel like shouldn't really be the starter, but somehow is the starter. Kyle Murray is that bridge and a bridge fast. I feel like three or four games of no, Eli. The bridge is the guy that you're going to replace. Well, yeah, you it's know. the bridge to so, you know, Eli Manning. Eli is the bridge to Kyler. Oh, yeah, Eli is the bridge to Kyler, right. So to me, he wants to play in New York. They need to put a team there if the Jets are still rebuilding mode they need to put a team there that's competitive Saquon with Kyler Murray and I'm going to give you a sexy pick later on just for you uh, with their 17th pick which is going to make complete sense and you're going to have the total package mobile uh, uh, quarterback running back and offensive asset I won't name which one yet I already know who it is because I know who you haven't drafted Okay, so that to me is was number six to the Giants. Murray, uh, make any sense? Does it make sense? Um, we both have them taking a quarterback at number six. Makes so, sense. so so it makes sense to me. I mean, all right, number seven we have the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I mean we we can all say it. I mean, just didn't live up to their their previous twenty. Um, 17 2018 season you know where they were competitive yeah. was a few plays away or a few scores away from being the patriots in the playoffs um coming back this beat year the patriots but the problem is is the same problem that screwed them over last year they didn't have a quarterback now that they have nick Foles, uh, does that answer all the questions for you uh no i think that yeah you have a capable quarterback and i say capable because he did lead the eagles to a super bowl after carson Wentz got injured now you need to protect that guy. And this is where I have Jonah Williams' offensive tackle out of Alabama going. Wow. I have him going seven to the Jaguars to protect their newly acquired quarterback's blind side. 
He'll be their left tackle. He'll he'll protect Nick Foles' blind side, and that should help the Jaguars be a little bit more com- competitive if Leonard Fournette can stay out of his own way. Well, unfortunately, my friend, we have the same answer, different player. Say what? So I actually have Taylor, offensive tackle. Jawan Taylor. Do you have that on your board, buddy? Oh yeah, he's on my he's on my top 30, 32. Okay, I figure you know they want to get back to running the ball with Leonard Fournette. Whether he gets off these stupid charges, apparently uh, that he's just accumulated. Yeah, Jawan Taylor is thirty six on my top forty list. Uh, well, he's a local guy out of uh, Gainesville. Uh, Jaguars need help on offensive line. He's an athletic offensive lineman. Uh, I think it'll work well. Uh, Taylor for me for the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Uh, next we have number eight, the Lions, and they need everything. The Lions need every everything, and I probably should have went offensive, te- offensive line somewhere here, but I'm going to give the Lions Ed Oliver, Ed Rusher. Ooh, ooh, I like Ed. I think they need a pass rush, so they need to start. Well, I mean, let, let's Draft be frank here. Right. You know, Matt Patricia is is what before he was a head coach. He was a defensive coordinator, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Lions need to have some kind of uh, identity. Uh, they have a quarterback. Uh, they've lost that kind of ability. And they they basically play West Coast offense with the way they throw the ball. They don't really have a downfield threat that I can remember. Um, Matt Patricia is a defensive coordinator. I think they're going to go defense. I feel like in that division where you have the Packers uh, accumulating assets over the free agency, then you have what yeah, the Bears well, are especially doing. Especially on defense. The and pa- then Packers have, look good on defense if if the guys they pay can translate. Right. And then you have the Bears, and then you have the you know, the Vikings. You know, uh, Promising defense. Right. So to me, you know, to win that division, uh, you need a good defense. Um, Devin White to here makes sense. Uh, basically, feeding off what you said, they need a, a good pass rusher. They need a guy that's going to do well. Uh, Devin White to me makes a lot of sense. I know a lot of people had him going to the Bucks originally, um, but uh, I think secondary was more of a relief for them. To me, it feels a lot of what Matt Patricia needs is a durable defensive player, Ed a go getter. Ed Oliver is a. Defensive tackle, not an edge rusher, by the way. Defensive tackle. Yeah. But he, he's a guy's slim enough where he could probably play. Yeah, play on the edge. But, yeah, I, I, I still wanted to make that correction of myself. I'm sorry. No, I'm excited about my number nine pick, and I feel like you've already known where I've gone with this. Uh, the Bills, uh, you've acquired this talent. Um, and Allen, the quarterback from Idaho, Um it's it, it to me this wasn't a head thinker this was more of a heart or a wish thinker uh bills run the ball well they have McCoy they have a quarterback I feel like with that play action and in that weather you need a downfield threat and I know you hate this pick here at number nine to the bills oh no I love it to the at number nine to the bills because I don't want them to go 22 to the Ravens but DK Metcalf for me uh I feel like he's can do what they want to do and then like we've talked secretly and we'll say on our show first uh if the wide receiver version of him doesn't work 
talk with him, bring him down to tight end. Imagine that speed getting covered by a linebacker or a safety. Probably would never happen. They probably would put a safety corner on him, even though he was a tight end. But that fills up, uh, relieves a lot of the other pressure other wide receivers would have. So DK Metcalf, number nine for Bills for me. It would be great, except they got to protect their quarterback. So they're actually going to take offensive tackle Dalton Reisner. Ooh, I have Dalton, but a little bit later. Yeah, well, he's going to the Bills at nine. Okay, all right. So who's number 10? Number 10 for the Broncos. This is where, this is the team that's going to be looking to run the ball efficiently and take shots downfield with Joe Flacco as their quarterback. Okay. They're going to try to take a page out of the old Ravens book, and they're going to try to run the ball down your throat with Phillip Lindsay, and they're going to try to go downfield, and the person that Joe Flacco is going to be throwing it to is the person you thought Josh Allen was going to be throwing it to. And DK Metcalf, wide receiver, Ooh, Ole Miss. Very nice. I like the. I like him in orange and blue. Uh, he's that shiny new coin that John uh, John Elway could obtain until. That's right. You heard it here first. Number ten, Dwayne Haskins, quarterback of Ohio but State. Why do you trade for Joe Flacco and just still draft a quarterback? You you still need Haskins, I feel like in in this in this league to get that one year under his belt. No, I, and Joe Flacco to me can give him that one year. I'm sorry, at this point if John Elwell t- takes another quarterback, uh he, he should get fired. He has the same stigma what we talked about I talked about last time about the Lions picking receiver, receiver, receiver or for Ravens picking a years. receiver. But to me John always a quarterback. He's never had a quarterback he can say that I drafted this guy or that was my guy. Paxton Dwayne, Lynch. Dwayne Haskins. Has, Paxton Lynch. Paxton, Trevor Simeon. Paxton Those Lynch. were his guys. Paxton <laughs> Lynch. I mean, what, what what did he do? Did he, he, he lost a couple games as a starter? Yeah, uh, Paxton, a lot of games. Trevor Simeon lost a lot of games. They, right. they flamed out. I mean, uh, Trevor Simeon... I don't know if he was drafted or he was undrafted free agent signing or a late round draft pick. I know he wasn't an early draft pick, but Paxton Lynch was a first round draft pick. But uh, he was supposed to be Joe Flacco, and like, it didn't work out. Right, so they want Joe Flacco. They don't want Dwayne Haskins. But what is the same thing Dwayne Haskins and Joe Flacco have in similarity? Arm strength. Arm strength. But and what do you need? What do you need in Maha Stadium as far you as you need arm strength? You need arm strength. So you think they get get Joe Flacco's replacement in his draft, or do they see what they have in Joe Flacco first, and then draft the think about drafting a quarterback with a better quarterback class coming next year? And get your guy next year. Uh, that, I mean, that that's a good point. Uh, I just thought to John Elway, I'm sorry, he's I just always feel like, wanting to get that quarterback that he can say is his quarterback. I feel like if the Broncos are going to get the quarterback, it's not going to be Dwayne Haskins. It's going to be a guy like Drew Locke. Mm, mm, very nice. Um, but I give the Broncos DK anyway. So no, you're good. You're good. Um, kind of piggyback on your one of your picks you had earlier. At my number 11, I have Ed Oliver, Houston. Um, Defensive a- tackle, not a- edge rusher. I had a- to say that. AFC uh, North uh, should be a no-brainer. The Bengals have to stop teams. Uh, the offense, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, you have uh, A.J. Green there. Uh, Andy Dalton, for how long, I have no idea. Um, 
it's one of those situations I feel like the defense uh, could get better. Uh, could help Longgate uh, as far as getting the ball back to uh, Andy in that offense. Uh, Ed Oliver, to me, sounds sexy. Let me tell you something. The Bengals are going to draft to stop the Browns, and the Bengals are going to draft to stop those wide receivers. The Bengals are going to draft corner cor- cornerback Byron Murphy at 11. Byron Murphy, yes. Oh, wow. All right. Um, now, the next pick we have over number 12. You're going to notice in this draft for me, this is going to be retooling uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, tool shed here as far as assets he has on offense. So please excuse me. I feel like this is a, a, a great draft. Or not a great draft. The way I have it placed out for the Packers, it's a draft where they could acquire a lot of great assets for uh, Rodgers. So Just, what do they need? Okay, to me... They need weapons on offense. Yes. They need wide receivers. Yes. I picked A.J. Brown, wide receiver, Ole mm-hmm. Miss. Um, it's basically the better version of D.K. if you look at the stats. A.J. Um, Brown, it, 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 like a lot of people like to compare them. I think they're two different receivers. They are two different receivers because one's better than the other. Yeah, and A.J. Brown is that better receiver. He can do more. He can run the route tree. I feel like all you're going to do with DK is send him on a fly or a post yeah, absolutely. route. And then you just pray he, his hands don't, or he don't have any contact when he's trying to catch the ball because he's going to drop it if he do. But A.J. Brown is the receiver that's going to make those tough catches. He's going to be a perfect complement to... Aaron uh, Rodgers. No, not Aaron Rodgers. Who, who's their receiver? Devontae... Adams. Devontae Adams, yes, sir. Right. He's going to be a perfect compliment to Devontae Adams. And then you got he could take the top off the field. He can complete the underneath stuff. He can run the route tree. You know, I also went with A.J. Brown, wide receiver from Ole Miss. So. Uh, did I talk you into that one? Uh, no, you didn't, one talk me, well, you didn't talk me into it. No, you actually did the last time we recorded this show that we lost. <laughs> so, yeah, but I think so because I have some scratches on here. Mm, mm, all right. So, uh, number 13, let's talk about it. Miami, uh, you know, needing uh, a lot. I think that Ryan Tannehill experiment is officially over. Yeah. Uh, new new head coach again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is, there, is this a team that needs a lot or just needs the right pieces? Um, this is a team that definitely needs a quarterback. It needs a quarterback. I'm glad you mentioned that, my friend, because at number 13 – Going to Miami Dolphins, I have Drew Locke, okay. proven starter at Missouri, second as far as yardage in SEC history. Um, there's a guy that's got a proven pedigree as far as a starter, started uh, almost the entire slew of his college career at Missouri. Uh, you get a quarterback here that you can bring along, uh, possibly with a veteran in front of him or not. Um, but here's a guy that can be productive. He can do what you want him to do. He's not going to blow you away with with what he can do. Smart kid, does what his body allows him to do. True lock, number 13, Miami. Like you said, quarterback makes sense. Quarterback, Miami needs a quarterback. And quarterbacks shake up the draft, don't they? They shake up the draft. You yes, got sir. Drew Lock. Going to Miami, right? I do have a, in gonna, my mock draft. I do, sir. I'm gonna change my pick at this very moment, and instead of giving Miami 
quarterback, Drew Locke, I'm going to give Miami quarterback Will Greer. Oh, Will Greer. Solely because I've watched some things, I've seen some things, and I think that Will Greer at this point, you know, in the two careers, that Will Greer has the big highest ceiling than Drew Locke. Mm, mm. Well, um, the the opinions seem to be similar on some of these. I'm going to go with a homegrown talent on number 14 with the Falcons. Um, to me, they need um, they need they need uh, some cornerback presence to me. They need a secondary, like I said, NFC South team again. Slew of uh, uh, corner or, or quarterbacks there that can sling the ball or become a problem. Uh, to me, uh, Baker, Georgia cornerback, makes complete sense. Yeah, Homegrown cry. Doesn't have to go far. A lot of people have them on their top five list as far as quarterbacks available. Some people have them higher. That's funny that you picked DeAndre, DeAndre Baker for a divisional rivalry. Divi- divisional rival because I picked picked him for one of my divisional rivals. Well, I mean, great minds think alike. Yeah. You know, as much as any different than that yeah. just means he's a good good quarterback. I, I mean, a good cornerback to stop opposing players because we we know our teams that we play against too. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, going into number fifteen, we have the Washington Redskins. Which uh, oh one, no, I picked. Uh, oh yeah, who did you get? By the way, Zach I'm sorry. Allen, edge rusher for the Atlanta Falcons. That pick, what thirteen. Uh huh. No, uh, Falcons 14. were fourteen. Fourteen. Uh huh. Well, I mean, interesting pick. Any reason why? Just uh, I lo- just like the pick, or I didn't like how their their defense got injured last year, and then their defense was trash last year. So I think that they're gonna want to add some depth on on the defensive side of the ball. Like we both agree that their offense is pretty damn good. If they can get the defense to, you know, be okay, even if a couple of guys have to go down, then. They could do some promising things. Um, agreed, agreed. Uh, Redskins is another one, or uh, uh, Falcons is one of the teams that just you needed to get better in a few places. Uh, both acquis, both picks could do that for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sliding in number fifteen, uh, Redskins is that another one of these teams that seems to just need everything? Yeah. Now this is where I would love to put a quarterback like Drew Locke. But of course, yeah, makes a lot of for sense. For some reason, I just think that they're gonna go defense and they're gonna go defensive end Clellan Farrell. Like, I just feel like I just feel like Washington is a, is a team that's gonna want a strong defense because they like to run the zone the zone stretch stuff, and having a good defense is a big component of that. Um, agreed. Uh, I also went um, a defense. I went with Wilkins from Clemson. Uh, I think the the the, the game tapes say it for the for themselves. Yeah, Clemson Farrell is also from Clemson, so that defensive front in Clemson is pretty good. Well, I have Farrell going later. I have him not going too farther from his buddy, uh, you know, Wilkins from Clemson. But I think uh, the proof you need us. You need a, a star on that defense. He can be that star. Uh, hopefully for years to come. He seems to be from a good stock. Uh, Massachusetts kid, I believe, um, to me, makes all the sense in the world defensively. Um, Sliding in number 16, and, of course, it is a uh, gifted pick. You don't see the Patriots with two first-round picks. 
That's not the Patriots at 16. Oh, Panthers. Panthers. Panthers, man. I got to work on my spelling. <laughs> Panthers. Uh, it was easy. Ron Rivera. Defense. Safety. Deontay Thompson. Yeah. Easy. Rashawn Gray. Rashawn Gary, edge rusher. Okay. Edge rusher. Uh, Michigan, I believe, correct? Uh, I think it made complete sense. Uh, I mean, it's 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 Rivera, right? Yeah, it's still Riverboat Ron over there doing the thing. You know, it's still him. Um, I, maybe I'm 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 brushing the Panthers pick because I really want to get to seventeen. Uh, any uh, uh any uh quotes on your guy? My guy was just an all around defensive great player. Um, was no, a real ball hawk. Uh, knew how to get to opponents sometimes. Um. Fits well with what the Panthers want to do. He should have. He he. That that's a good pick for them. I I just went safety Deontay Thompson because I I I think that they like play having better players on their back end, and I think that they still believe that their front end is one of the best in the league with Luke Kickley ran in the middle of the defense. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, Agreed. Well, as long as he can stay concussion free from protocol, yeah. that's a big. That's a stay big off if. protocol. That's a big if. Uh, going in number 17, and I can't wait to tell you what I got for this guy. Because Let me it, go first. All right, because you go this ahead. Seem to be, like, you, like, this seemed to be like a huge announcement. So I, uh, I just I'm wanna, a huge man, not the word. I'm going to go ahead and give them Clemson's other you know, defensive lineman and give oh, him okay. Christian Wilkins because, like I said, they got that quarterback. Now you need a guy to go get quarterbacks. Right. And that's your guy to go get quarterbacks. That Clemson D-line was one of the best in college football this year. It terrorized Alabama in the championship game. Why wouldn't you pick somebody off of that line? Um, agreed. Uh, but in this statement, I'm going to agree or disagree. Um, you can't go wrong with the Clemson defense, not especially the uh, butt whooping they put on the uh, Alabama um, mm-hmm. said roll tide. Um, so to me, you can never go wrong with a team that's dominating an all-star group like Alabama had collected over right. the years. Um, he, to me... You went and got your quarterback of the future. Why not get your wide receiver of the future? Uh, I hope I'm saying this right. N. Kill Harry, wide receiver, ah, Arizona no, State. You didn't get him to kill Harry. That's my guy. Uh, 17 with the Giants. Uh, to continue to process this Giants offense, and that's where this league is going to. I don't care what you say. I know defenses win championships but offense gets you ratings gets you the points and gets you the tickets sold uh to me if you've seen any of this guy's tape whether it was a senior bowl or whether it was opposing defenses defenses, he owned uh, i know he played at arizona state but this guy is a baller he can do everything he can block he can run a route tree he's going to catch through contact Telling you, this is my favorite receiver in the draft. I don't remember the bowl he played in this past uh play, this uh, bowl season, but I believe he broke the receiving yards in that game. Probably. And that that to me smells of a star. Uh, he looks like a star. He plays like a star. He's that he's that the, that that bridge from Odell into the nah, new he, regime. He, he's no bridge. He's, he 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 can step in right now and re, and probably replace the production that Odell Beckham would leave on the table because uh, despite how good Odell is, his numbers were usually modest because he's usually dealing with an injury and missing games. Correct. So I feel like Nikhil Harry is one of those big, tough receivers that can handle the contact and be able to be so did, you, so did you like that as far as pick? Um, no, I don't like it because that's the guy I, I want for my team. But if the Giants take him, 
at 17, that, that would be no surprises to me, even though he's only expected to go in the second round. Uh, well, but we're going to pause this podcast here, and we're going to come back a little bit later to finish up with the other 15 picks because we are running out of time. We have somewhere to go. So we'll go ahead and do that. So... Wait, are you in the Ballard Club? No, you're listening to The Script with Kamikaze and Pat Wick. We're going into the second half of this 32 team. Oh, sorry, I had to wait for that, that entrance part. I apologize. Welcome back to the Wicking Kamikaze Mock Draft. Woo. We're on pick 18. The Minnesota Vikings hold that pick. And I'm hot. I'm hot. Yeah. I'm hot. Kamikaze, I'm got hot. Me. Yeah. That Finn Balor Club stuff's yeah. got me rolling. Uh, you want to go ahead on this one, or you want to let your boy Pat Wick get the reins on this one? You take over on that one. All right. Well, going for me, there's been a theme with, uh, if you've listened to the second half of this, the first half of this podcast, the second half, I'm going to continue to roll in with this Clemson defensive front line. I believe you had him, uh, did you have uh Farrell going earlier mm-hmm. than uh than than eighteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I'm gonna going to fifteen into the Redskins. The Redskins, right? So I uh you know was surprised we kept it. We've been keeping our picks somewhat in the same bracket as far as teams necessary. Uh, Farrell and me, uh, Vikings. Um, you know, not necessarily need defense, but to get that kind of acquisition from a Clemson product, uh, I think it, it can't hurt. Uh, that defense, that that division's getting tougher. Defense are getting stouter. Having that kind of uh, athletic ability on your line can't hurt. Uh, I I go yeah. with Farrell, Clemson. Uh, no brainer. Uh, not for me because a no brainer for me for the Vikings offense. You just paid the quarterback at the beginning of their last off season. Uh huh. Uh huh. million guaranteed dollars. Absolutely, he did. So I think that your first round pick this year should be a prospect that's going to protect that investment. You know, literally protecting that investment. Okay. So I pick offensive lineman center Garrett Bradbury from NC State. You know, this is a guy who like athletic. I, I, he can he can play multiple positions on the line. He can play some guard, but I don't think you know they'll move him to guard or anything like that. But I do think you want somebody that you know is going to be a solidified ten year starter to protect your fully guaranteed quarterback. You know, no, I, I, there, there's some merit in there. I mean, obviously you want to uh, obviously protect your acquisition yeah. and uh, and it, it, it sucked Kirk giving Cousins. this guy to the Vikings because if he falls to 22, I'm picking him for the Ravens. You know, but he goes to the Vikings at 18. Oh, okay. Uh, Titans going into it. Uh, who did you like? Uh, this is a team that was a playoff team. Tennessee uh, Titans. Two years. Playoff team. Two years ago, you know. Defensive coach. Defensive I coach. the Tennessee Titans are going to grab somebody else off of that Clemson defensive line. And oh, man. And take Dexter Lawrence. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy cow. Holy cow. Yes, that's three players off of that Clemson line right there. I'm sorry. There was an error. There has to be an error because I also have Lawrence from Clemson wow. going to the Tennessee Titans. And and granted, we don't share notes here <laughs> on the Wick and Kamikaze. That, that's forbidden. You know, you do your mock draft. I'll do mine. But to have the same guy going to the same team at the same position, Lawrence from Clemson, 
Uh, we both have the same mindset on that yeah, one, which is impressive. No question there. Yeah. But going into the 20th pick of the first round. Oh, your favorite team. Uh, least favorite team. Least probably. favorite team, right. The Pittsburgh Steelers select cornerback DeAndre Baker from Ooh. Georgia. Ooh. I know you had him go a little Ooh. bit earlier in the draft, but like I said, the AFC North is going to be drafting to beat the Browns. You know, and uh, the Steelers yeah, suck, there. suck at drafting cornerbacks. So I hope that they take a page out of, you know, my playbook and take one that will solidify at least one side of the field, you know, can lock down DeAndre Baker from Georgia can do that. Um, It's funny because I got to stop the, the, the record on that one. I also went cornerback, mm. but I didn't go... I didn't I go I your way. I, I went with the guy that I, I looked at and I saw some tape on, and it felt like it could be a Steeler player, player and I went Byron Murphy. Byron Murphy. Oh, you know what? I gave him to the Bengals. Oh, but I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, Steelers uh, not necessarily need a cornerback. Um, they definitely need secondary help. And yeah. have depth in that yeah, division. They need a corner. They need a cornerback. They need a cornerback. Yeah, well, they I feel need like a cornerback. They need a number one cornerback. Well, I'm not sure if they're getting that with with Murphy. I felt like Baker was probably more uh, had more acquisitions as far as um, playing in the SEC, yeah. seeing those top tier top tier. I think talent. Byron Murphy is the better cornerback. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll agree to disagree then. But I feel yeah. like Steelers. Byron Murphy, that's a Steelers guy. He looks like a Steelers guy. You know, Steelers have these molds or these guys that they, yeah. they like. I feel like he, he would do well. Um, this one I know is going to get under your, your tail feathers as a, as a Raven player. Um, and it's not a Raven. It's not for the Ravens necessarily. But this, yeah. is a, this, this is a guy that you've considered overhyped in this draft. And I was trying to find a place to put him. And I was thinking of teams that, that needed an identity, needed to get back to what they do best. And with the Seahawks, I went with uh, a Mississippi State's own uh, Sweet. Oh, Montez Sweat. Montez okay. Sweat. Uh, that, that. Th- does that surprise you at all? I, I figured, uh, you know, big name as far as uh, what they consider him to be a top 10 talent. He slips a little bit for me. I feel like he took plays off. Yeah. Um, I feel like he, he was a product of, of probably the best thing that defense had, you know. So, um, but to me, the Seahawks they 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 they've taken care of Russell. I think they could have gone receiver here or tight end as well. But to me, I feel like you're getting a guy that supposedly has a high end at uh, defensive end, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, I know you question. detest the the, I, the, I, the sweat notion. I just don't think he's a first rounder. No, and I know you don't have and, him on your board, do you? Right, I don't have him on my board at all. And it turns out to me he was like an Anquan Bolden type of guy that came off Clemson after having a big year and didn't acquisition well with the NFL and their speed and the skill of their offensive linemen. He could be a guy like that, um, but it's just one of those things where I, I, I'm giving the hype more credit than I need to. With the Seahawks, Pete Carroll's a, a rah-rah, hoo-ha kind of guy. I don't guy. think they're going to look to help the defense at all, though. I, I, I actually picked for the Seahawks at 21. I picked Marquise Brown, wide receiver from Oklahoma. Okay, you know, okay. All right. Good good choice. Good choice. I have him going later in me, but I'll, I'll explain why, of course. I think, that, I think that Marquise Brown is a good fit for what 
the Seahawks do. The Seahawks run the ball really, really, really well. Now, I wanted to give them some offensive line help here. Couldn't hurt, couldn't hurt. But I feel like they're going to be thinking, hey, Russ has done it all of this time without an off- a really good offensive line. So let's give him a playmaker on the outside Agreed. that when the play breaks down and Russell's out of the pocket, will find a way to get open, you know, and can be creative with his route running, can run, you know, pretty much the full route tree. He's a speedy receiver. I gave it to Marquise Brown. I gave him Marquise I mean, Brown. And there, there's so many things they I need. And it's like, you know, you yeah. want to give Wilson a weapon. You want to, you know, get that defense back to the Legion of Boom. You know, atmosphere. And you want to protect him, but you only got one first round pick, and I just didn't trust Cody Ford enough to put him in that spot, so I gave him Marquise Brown. Acquisitioning from Bird teams that had a good defense to a, a, a Ravens team that has a good defense was a top ten defense last uh, year, I what's believe. The number one defense. Well, I didn't want to give him too much credit. <laughs> um, they do lose a, a key member in their secondary this year. Um, do they address that? But we replaced him with Eric Earl Thomas. And then what else did you lose? Did we you lost lose some pat. We lost a pass rusher okay. or two. You know, some okay. Terrell Suggs right. and Zadarius Smith. So like that. That was going into my pick here. It was. I was kind of questioning, do I want to replace some guys out of need? But the only edge rusher that I'm willing to take at this point that's left was Montez Sweat, and I just said I don't trust him. Yeah, you just said that. As a first-rounder. So I actually went wide receiver because my favorite guy is still sitting here on my board, Nikhil Harry from Arizona State. Like oh, my I explained God. Earlier, Jesus, give yourself. Like I explained earlier, <laughs> this guy is the best receiver in the draft. This guy can do everything. He he can he can box out cornerbacks to catch the ball. This guy is the closest thing to Calvin Johnson I've seen coming out of college, and <sighs> the Ravens Man, are gonna take a you're shot gonna at give the Ravens right the, the one of the best wide receivers in this draft that yeah. we both agree on. Um, I I kind of you know Ravens you think defense. Uh, I went Brian uh, Burrs, or is that? I'm, I'm, see, that's what happens when I, uh, from Florida State, edge rusher. Oh. I thought maybe a Florida guy transitions well from the ACC, edge rusher. Yeah. Is that facilitate a need that the Ravens could possibly have? Not, if if you were going to give us a pass rusher from Florida, I would have took Jacob Polite. Jacob Polite. Well, yeah. well, there you go. Um. Sorry, you know, okay. I wanted to give I wanted to give Ravens substance. That's I thought okay. I was doing that with the Florida State I mean, guy. I'm just saying, their best I, I, one of their, gave, their best defensive the, players. I gave the Bucks Greedy Williams, and you give us. I mean, the best player <laughs> on Florida State's defense. I mean, granted, Florida State had an off year last year, but I mean, I'm sure at this time he was a four or five talent going into Florida State. Can he produce? Uh, at Ravens, we'll we'll soon yeah, find out. Produce, Texans, Texans, Texans. The Sean Watson area. I love this guy. I love what he can do. Uh, to me, it was uh pretty easy. Uh, Andre Dilliard, offensive tackle, Washington State. Oh yeah, they need some offensive line. I figured you you got you you've got to protect your asset and Deshaun Watson. I think he's one of those few quarterbacks in the league that does it all for their team. Yeah, he extends plays. He gets touchdowns with his arm. He, he can move. He can be mobile. 
He's he's great at what he does. I I I say and protect the asset. I always thought that the problem with the Houston Texans the last couple of years with Deshaun Watson has been the fact that they have to score so many points to win. So I actually went defensive. Good choice though. And Good I choice. Them not not too bad. Safety Taylor Rapp from Washington. Ooh. Uh, this guy is rangy. He's physical. He's long. He can he he can match up against tight ends. He can play in the box. I gave him a good defender. Uh, you can't go wrong with defensive help, especially how they kind of, like, you know, they slug it out with teams and they kind of outlast them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen the, the Texans this, uh, these few seasons since Deshaun throw up these godly numbers in games, uh, you know, 30, the high 30s to the to the mid 40s some games. He's coming out with 300 to 400 yards uh, games uh, that he's produced. Um, number 24, why don't you give me a, a read out on Oakland, buddy? Uh, John Gruden's second year. At 24, this is my thinking with Oakland. Oakland, they have to replace. uh, They have to replace Amari Amari Cooper. I see where you're going with this. Already done with Antonio Brown. I see what you're They had to replace Khalil Mack, which they've done in this draft with Josh Allen. You know, now they need to protect their quarterback. So Derek Carr can have more time to get those completions that John Green wanted to get. So I gave them Cody Ford, O-Lyman, and we say O-Lyman because he can play multiple positions. Good to have. O-Lyman. Always versatile is the key here with From offensive linemen. And you that's can't go the guy wrong with that protected Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. So. Well, you can't go wrong with that. Um uh, with the Raiders, I, I've kind of put myself in the John Gruden kind of mindset where nothing really makes sense except for what I want, what I want. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I gave him what he wanted. Uh, I gave him uh, possibly a, a slashing receiver to couple up with Antonio Brown. I gave him Mr. Ridley. George oh, Riley, really? In the first round? George- I, like, I like the player. Don't like how high you just picked him. I think I think the ball like there was just too much talent there in Georgia, so you have to spread the ba- the yeah. ball around. I mean, uh, Ridley is one of the reasons they made it to the national championship two years ago. Maybe had an uh, an off year, but um, he's a guy that you know can stretch things out. He can guy that run routes much like Antonio Brown. I figured you know you have Antonio Brown there. They have similar attributes as far as height. I think Ridley's a little shorter, but uh, Antonio Brown is a, a shorter receiver that does big things. Uh, what a great teacher to have for uh, you know for that for that player coming in. Then you know one of the best and possibly in in a Hall of Famer in the future in uh, Antonio Brown. Um, so like I said, John Gruden thinking on that one wasn't really sure, you know. But I figure like you know he sees a guy SEC receiver, you know, productive. You know, maybe I can. You tweak him and make him another Antonio Brown, you know, in the Chucky atmosphere. Uh, who did you uh, – you picked offensive line, multiple positions, good, uh, also yeah. good acquisition. Both good picks. And as far as the Eagles, who do you have going to Philly? Um, uh, this is one of those uh, picks where I went with a homer, but I thought could really do something for a uh, Philly defense that, that – has played good defense is one of their key uh, statistics for them winning the Super Bowl that year in their run. They played great defense. I saw this guy. I've seen a lot of tape on this guy, and I like what he does. His physicality is great. He's a tempo guy, 
So he's close to home here being in Philadelphia. I went with Rock Young Sin, cornerback Temple. And if you see this guy play, very physical, very aggressive at the point of the ball. Uh, could do good things with He's the Eagles. Sleeper. He's a sleeper. He's, I don't even have him in in in, in my top forty. To me, but it wasn't. I know how good he is. He's to me, it wasn't the the combine or it wasn't anything with this tape. To me, it was the game film. It was how he played against receivers, how aggressive he was. Now, granted, you know it, it can backfire with you know aggressiveness, but for him, it worked out really well. Uh, I like it a lot. Okay. Well, for the Eagles. At 25, I give them my 25th ranked player in Jakai Polite, edge rusher for Florida. I like so I, you should have gave us. If yeah, you yeah. Florida. You know, to to make a Pass point of the Florida. irony of the last name, I guess I wasn't too polite. <laughs> so I apologize. Um, right. You know, yeah. but uh, I I detest University of Florida. I'm sorry. Me That'll too. probably lose me about two or three hundred listeners eventually. <laughs> Um, I don't, I'm, not I'm, I'm born and raised in Florida. I do not like any Florida teams as far as colleges. Uh, Notre Dame guy, but to me, University of Florida, um, I don't know. I just never had a good taste with Cater. Um, speaking of teams with, 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 with good taste, uh, we go to 26. With You have a yeah. playoff bound last year. Indianapolis Colts surprised a lot of I'm people. I'm the Colts brass looking at my draft right now. I am... Rushing a card up to the stage to select linebacker Devin White from LSU. Wow! Because you think he slips that far at twenty six? You think he slips that far? That talent? I, I had him in the top ten going to the Lions, but you have him going twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty sixth to the Colts. Wow! Uh, can't say I'm not surprised. Uh, you know and that's why. That's why. That's why we are running the card up to the stage to turn it in because he's still sitting there. Yeah, yeah, at that point. You got at a that point, that can rush and I, tell him? Oh, yeah. I felt like that was the big, you know, question mark or, or, or lack thereof versus the Kansas City game. I mean, obviously, obviously you're pacing Patrick Mahomes in that offense, but they didn't really have that elite edge rusher or pass rusher to kind of combat that. And, and if you're going to be seeing Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs with Andrew Luck, you're going to need that defense. I also went defense. I went with a homer myself, a Notre Dame player, Tillery, defensive tackle, one of their best players. A little underrated as far as his slippage in the, in the draft. He was souted, uh, I think, top 15 possibly and a slip down. Possibly some people have him as a second rounder. I had him going uh, here, productive. Uh, one of those players that when he plays is good, tends to take plays off sometimes. Um, uh, when he's playing, he's great. Uh, you know, Notre Dame guy, I like him. Slipping into 27. 27 for the Raiders. Raiders again, and I'm going to like this pick only because I'm going into that John Gruden mindset where I want it, I need it, I'm going to get it. And I'll let you say yours before I say mine if that's well, okay. I'm going into my Mike Mayock mindset, okay. and I'm going to do what's best for the team <coughs> right. because it's my job to make these picks. And not John Gruden's job to okay. make this pick. Well, well, and well I've already, I've already got our pass rusher, in Josh Allen from Kentucky. Of course, I've already got our offensive lineman from Oklahoma and Cody Ford. Okay. With the twenty seventh pick of the twenty nineteen draft, I'm going to get another receiver for Derek Carr. Wow. But it's not going to be a wide receiver. It's going to be a tight end 
who can also block TJ Hawkinson. Wow. Really? Yes. Man, and you're going to laugh really a lot. Um, wow, because you got him. no offense. No, I don't have that. I actually have uh, Jacobs running back, oh. Alabama, going to John Gruden and that offense. That's I, not a bad pick. Um, they you do know, need a more, running back. More, uh, you know, Lynch came in uh, two years after uh, into this Oakland experiment. Um, really wasn't productive enough for me. Uh, was productive. Should have been more productive in the red zone. I don't know why he wasn't utilized more in the red zone. Um, to me... Uh, you've gotten your wide receiver now. You've gotten your defensive star. Um, to me, uh, he did well with the productive offensive line. If John Gruden can get the offensive line anywhere near what Alabama had, I think he would get production out of Josh Jacobs. And he has a, he kind of has a chip on his shoulder. Uh, leaving Alabama, you know, didn't win the national championship his final year. Um, had to play behind a lot of guys. So here's yeah. a guy you can transition well. And then he had to shed the ball a lot his second. last his last year because they were always up so much that they didn't they just didn't put the mileage on him. Correct. And and the, like you said, you know, you want a guy with less tread on the tires. You know, a guy that's been in a big program before. I feel like John Gruden can look at this guy and say, "Hey, I need uh, you know, twenty to twenty five uh, carries a game. Uh, be productive. Look for the holes. Uh, that's your guy." Uh, sneaking in 28, in which I thought was the funny point of that whole thing, was the Chargers at 28. Uh, losing a great guy or diminishing talents in Gates uh, needs to replace that tight end weapon. And I actually went with the same guy you previously went with. T.J. Hawkinson. T.J. Hawkinson from Iowa. Uh, everything you said about him was correct. Blocking, tightening, tight, um, or catching, blocking. Um, great for your team. Iowa guys are always great tight ends, it seems. Um, so what's funny about that is I also picked a pass catcher from Iowa. Oh wow! For for the Chargers, but it's just not a tight end. Even though they do have another tight end, and no offense, that could go, you know, in the first round if you like him that much. I like. But him. I pill- I selected Hakeem Butler, wide receiver. Ooh. Very nice. Both a- a- assets on offense. Um, obviously, wide receiver to tight end, you're getting a little more. Uh, but the Chargers, I just think they need to surround Phillip Rivers as long as they can keep him healthy mm-hmm. with as many weapons as they have. Antonio Gates is on the tail end yeah. of a Hall of Fame And they career. do have, uh, what's that uh, young tight end that they got coming off of an injury? I don't recall. Hunter something. Oh, I only know is your your Hunter, and that's it. And that's Hunter Hen- That's Hunter. Hunter Henry. That's their guy. That's their guy. Yeah, we got Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Hunter that's Henry what is, is. There is, you go. See, well, I know we can figure <coughs> it out somehow. Their guy. So yeah. All right, coming in at twenty nine, the Kansas City Chief, who doesn't need much on offense, but I think that. They need to replace the production that Kareem Hunt was gonna was bringing them, mm-hmm. and they need to get somebody in that backfield. And they weren't in a Le'Veon Bell pool, so this is where I think Josh Jacobs, running back from Alabama, will end up. I like, I like, I like. And I'm not fond out. of picking running backs in the first round, but that's pretty much a second round pick at 29 anyway. So right, and then that's why you get them late in the round. Uh, you could have had that bite or two if somebody needed a player to get us uh, maybe another second uh, to some teams to get in there. But you pick up him. You know that's the same thing I was gonna say with your twenty second pick. Normally the Ravens would trade out. Yeah, I would have tra- if if we were doing trades in this 
Right. I would have, you know, hop, skipped, and jumped out of that 22nd pick. But, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, it's a similar taste here. I actually went with the uh, the defense that you mentioned before. I went safety from Maryland. Uh, Daryl Sawage. Mm. No, not 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 big on 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 his production at Maryland. I'm not big on players from Maryland going in the first round. Really? Yeah. Oh, sorry. We suck. <laughs> well, they right. suck. I'm not a Maryland. Fan. I don't know where he was on on your board as far as safety. He's not going. on my board. He's, he's probably he's probably not even one of my top five. Because because of, of that single factor that he goes to Maryland, huh? Man, that's savage. That's like Randy Savage. That's like, <laughs> oh brother, that's, that's he's definitely one not of those. one of my top DBs. Um, in a number thirty pick at with the Packers, I actually uh, I'm glad we're to this pick because there was a similar pick that you had picked before, mm-hmm. and I'm in this mindset once again for Aaron Rodgers to get as many weapons, young weapons as he can. I went with Marquez Brown, Marquise Brown, Marquise Marquez, yeah. Malake mm-hmm. Michael. Um, Get the guys' names right, man. Uh, wide receiver, uh, wide receiver from Oklahoma. Uh, a lot of guys uh, talked about that he's a track guy, that you know he was in and out of the offense as far as working on his calves throughout the year. I feel like you, know, you get to NFL, you get a lot better at, at taking care of yourself. Um, not as maybe I mean you take care of yourself well in college. I feel like he at, he he transitions well for the Packers. Played with an aggressive Oklahoma team. He's a Great route runner, great uh, top forty speed. Uh, I feel like you can't go wrong with him. He's a as a high caliber uh, raw receiver that was injured towards the end of the of his year, but I feel like you can get good production from him for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and I also think that the Packers need a lot of offensive help. I feel like they attack they attack free agency to shore up the defense, and they got some great players for that defense, but. The offense is still lacking, and at the position I think is lack still lacking after my after mocking uh, AJ Brown wide receiver to them earlier. I'm gonna go with the other tight end from Iowa, Noah Fant. Good, you can't go wrong with that. Like I said, I like productions out of the uh, Iowa tight ends. You never can you never can do wrong by them. Uh, they they know they're they they kind of like they clock in on day one and they know what they have to do. Mm-hmm. I'm here to block and pass. Or block and catch. Mm. You know, I'm not here to be a star. I will eventually become a star if my play is done well. Uh, Going into the uh, last two picks from the Super Bowl, uh, not going to say contenders, the second place team in the Super Bowl versus the obviously champions. Uh, What do the Rams need to do, in your opinion, Kamikaze, as far as you know, what can they do? Uh, do they need to add defensive help? Uh, defensive was pretty pretty stout, except for in the Super Bowl, of course. Um, well, but, it's pretty good in the Super Bowl, too, until the last few minutes. Well, that's where they it, let them score. You know, the, but I think that was just t- Brady being Brady, you know? I feel like that, that you have uh, a setup like uh, um, Sue and... Um, Sue's not back there, is he? They didn't resign Sue was him. there for the... For the, for the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, but he's yeah. not back there this year. But I'm saying, when you had that combination of Sue and uh, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald uh, I mean, can you say that there wasn't anything different than from... Would you say that Giants defense didn't have key opponents like they had? They had, you know, good secondary and a key to lead. You had decent linebackers. You had an up-front four. 
that was as dominant as any other defense in most of the team. The top five, I believe. And it's like, you know, what do you give them? Uh, I gave them a, a Southern, uh, a South Carolina wide receiver by the name of uh, Debo. Debo Samuels? Debo Samuels. In the first round? In the first round. Uh, defensively, I, I, I couldn't pick. Uh, I went with the name. Uh, Debo is a name at heart. Debo My Samuels. My problem with Debo is that I think he's like DK Metcalf. And this may be great for – he may be great for the Rams, actually. And like we said, like picking 30 – I mean 31st, like that's a second-round pick anyway. Right. So, but, you know, I struggle with actually making a pick for what they need, the Rams. Really. And, like, I'm swayed to go wide receiver as well because I feel like they were one offensive playmaker away from – being able to compete with the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give them who I feel like is the best receiver left on the board, Calvin Harmon, wide receiver from NC State. Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, my my last and uh, 32nd pick uh, is kind of a, a toss-up to me. Um, It's just because of the Patriots. Um, it's not hard for me. Patriots are going to pick quarterback Daniel Jones, Duke. Well, you know, I, I, I've got the same <coughs> quarterback, but I've got him in, in, in a two-for-one. So you've got, you've got between two of these choices, whether which one you want to precedent or the, the air precedent to uh, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. And I also have Daniel Jones, but I also have Will Greer. Because you can put either one of them there. And Will Greer is better than Daniel Jones, if you ask me. I think... I think but I already had Daniel, Will Greer. There, there's, there's such a stigma with uh, Daniel Jones being this... Uh, you know, there he has connections with the Mannings. Uh, he's sometimes compared to a prototypical Manning quarterback. Or like an Eli Manning or, or, or Phillip Rivers he gets compared to a lot. Correct. And, uh, and Will I don't Greer, see that. Will Greer, I didn't see much tape on Jones. I saw a lot of tape on Will Greer, and I saw what I, I liked. Uh, aggressive leader, uh, maybe not has the arm strength, um, but a lot of teams didn't think Tom Brady has certain attributes. And look what happened to him. Will Greer is that guy. I think he can he can do things for you, and he can learn behind Tom Brady. And the more uh, exposure to and with Tom and with Josh McDaniels is good for any quarterback, a la uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and even uh, a Brissett to some degree. All right. So uh, I, I think either one, Jones or Will Greer, you couldn't yeah. go wrong if with. If I hadn't so I already choose. picked Greer, I would have put him there. But I gave it to Daniel Jones because I think Daniel Jones is the one quarterback that's going to go in the first round that needs the most help. So, but um, you know it it it, it you know it, it all depends on what you want. Patriots fans, I'm sure that's not what you want. Probably Bill will probably pick defensively or trade down. You know, get let someone sneak in on that thirty-second pick. If it's, your, yeah. if it's the Patriots, they're going to acquisition uh, uh, a talent. As far as that, um, pretty quick uh, um, draft show this year. Usually, it's a lot longer, but I think for some reason we had uh, our picks kind of known what we wanted to do. Yeah, uh, we 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 kind of had it had an idea of where we wanted to go with certain picks already, so it made it easier for us. Uh, but as far as, um, as far as, what the hell was I about to say? 
I mean, as I far as like any up. surprises going into this 2019 draft, anything that uh, you, yes. you kind of like I think saw. It, well, it's no surprise because we do it every year, but I don't think the Ravens pick at 22. I think we trade out. I think we get us a pick up a second round pick. Hopefully, it's somewhere between somewhere early in the second round, like no later than like the tenth pick in the second round, and. Instead of going wide receiver, offensive lineman, or anything like that, we may pick a safety, you know, and the Sir Adderley to grow behind Earl Thomas and Tony Jefferson. Um, you know, I, all I can say is for my team uh, sitting at number five, uh, you know, I went greedy, but if we can really pick up any acquisition talent from said, uh, you know, Clemson or any SEC yeah. teams out there, I could uh, – couldn't see that going out. I'm gonna get Reed Williams. If y'all don't pick Reed Williams, I hope he's last stand at 22. Cause I think uh, you know what's funny about that is I, I probably see Greedy going to an Atlanta Falcons team and then then killing us. Right. <laughs> that's um, that's the type of shit. Anything else for you as far as Kamikaze? Anything you want to shout out about? Anything you want to burn about? Uh no, but you can find this podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast, Breaker. Overcast, uh, uh, multiple podcast streaming outlets. Most importantly, Anchor. Anchor will have the link to all of the other platforms that you can listen to this podcast. Uh, this is the Wicked Kamikaze script. All right, all you listeners out there, don't don't be ashamed to tell your friends about us. Uh, we're a real show. We're out there just telling it like it is, one joke to another. Once again. I'm Pat Wick, and this is Dre Kamikaze. And And you can find me at Dre Kamikaze underscore on Twitter, at Dre Kamikaze underscore on Instagram. Uh, Shoot me your questions. We'll we'll have answers. Shoot us some criticism. We'll fix that, too. Uh, Thanks for listening to the the script with Wick and Kamikaze. And that's the script, and you've been prescribed. I'm gonna uh, get a do a different type of intro too. We'll get to that.